Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. This week, we're continuing our Visigoths versus Molgoths adventure. I did want to point out the happy news that physical copies of Visigoths versus Molgoths are available. You can follow the link we've provided in the show notes to find their Indie Press Revolution page. I've got some great news for One Shot Network listeners. We're about to add a new show to our network called Co-op Mood. On Co-op Mood, hosts Sally and Shane talk about cooperative video games, exploring the themes and stories of some of your favorite games and hopefully opening you up to new favorites. If you're someone who looks to video games for inspirations for your RPG campaigns, Co-op Mood is exactly the sort of show you're looking for. And you can find it now wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for co-op-mood on your podcast app right now and subscribe. They've put up a couple episodes so you can start with a binge. Everyone be sure to give Sally and Shane a big one-shot welcome. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Yeah, of course. Yeah, please. So you're going to be rolling against the mall on this one. Uh, sure. Feel free to add any of your stats. I'm assuming you've got some sort of uh, rune casting stat as the rune caster. Uh, I have make invisible, levitate, and stun. So. Oh, so no. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna. We're just gonna. We're just gonna go for it. Love it. What'd you get? I got a four. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> um, so you're rolling against the mall on this one. Uh, so I think you do get a vision, but it's a vision of something that you don't like and makes you uncomfortable. Maybe something that scares you. What scares Galvira Lion Ripper? <laughs> Galvira is standing all alone and everybody else is dancing at the dance Ooh. Ooh. that is scary that's really scary Gaviria kind of staring at nothing right now oh this is not good yeah this plan is stupid uh and i put the video back oh no we, we need to fix it we we need to kidnap them but you just said it it's bad no, no, no. I, 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 ignore everything I just said. We, we, must, we must kidnap some dates. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and I go for like a Roman handshake. Yeah. Galvira goes in for it a little bit too, like sort of into it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, and, and we said Goda has very like skinny arms. So mm -hmm. I feel like that just shakes his whole frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll cut over to, I don't think we're cutting exactly to Adewolf's secret, uh, mainly because I think your group needs to work up to it a little <laughs> bit. Um, I, I also just want to let you know that we have passed some notes during the previous oh, scene. Oh, yes, please read your notes. Great. So should we just read them? We'll eat, we'll read them as if it's a dialogue. Yeah. Read them in sequence. Okay. Uh, so Lemily saying... Uh, do you guys think Goda Godiva is kind of fine? His bear cloak kind of smells musty. I think it's cool. Um, have you seen his shoes? Those are what I should be wearing. He's so uncool. If you want to be a witch, you need to be able to recognize what's uncool. 
But I didn't notice his shoes. I, I was too busy looking at his thick, bushy bear fur. Is he actually uncool? Uh, yeah, his shoes are uncool and he's wearing them. Well, if, if Goda Godiva isn't cute, who do you think is cute? Uh, I'm too cool for crushes. <laughs> Ooh, very choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we try to engage Matt, but Matt never checks his, like, his paper messages. Well, there's one really good interaction. Oh, you got me at the end. <laughs> yeah. This is a note to Matt. To Matt, you have a crush. Y slash N. No, not not yet. I I don't have crushes on. I have crushes on moments, not on people. There's <laughs> yes! no room on the note for poetry, Matt. That wasn't a poem. You'll know when I poem. <laughs> good. Those are our good. notes. Oh, I, I, I'm nourished by them. It's <laughs> a delight. Uh, so we are by Athelwolf's Secret. Um, Athelwolf's Secret is on, let's see, that's 10. So it's on the first floor, uh, sort of by the central fountain uh, in the atrium. How, how do you, y'all go about like approaching it? Because I imagine there's a little bit of that teenage daring each other into it and like constantly being like what if we did go there though oh we're walking over there what if we actually go there yep it's just like that and like it kind of it makes sense and it doesn't make sense right because like i i wear a bra right but it's it's the bra store Mm -hmm. right this is a this is a public place with bras in it, Have which is seen different. The windows? Do you know what goes in bras? What goes in bras? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna walk in the fountain. <laughs> Matt goes to the fountain, and starts. It's like one. It's like a low one. It's like one of those ones that spits up the water every once in a while. So it's not even like a wishing well fountain. Oh, cool! Uh, you know, I got oh, I got old Chuck Chuck T's on, so I just uh, I start walking through it. But like it's as if it's a rebellion thing. Mm-hmm. I I think I would like just from Matt's perspective what him walking through the fountain looks like in his head, because I imagine oh. there's an element of cinematography <laughs> to it. So it's like. People are just going about their day, you know, and it's kind of like stock footage, and it's almost and everybody else in their in the world, it's all gray. Okay, the whole world is gray. Yes. And Matt has red Chuck T's on, and so you see Matt. Even Matt's a little gray, but he looks down at his shoes, and they're red, they're bright red. And as he realizes that, he looks up and he kind of it's like Pleasantville. He kind of becomes all color, and he is like, I gotta disrupt this gray world what what can i do and he looks over and he sees kind of like this the fountain is kind of like like not even full spraying water and he walks over to it and he kind of like claps to kind of get people to look at him uh 
and he steps into the fountain and right then it's like the all the all the fountains spray up uh, and everyone is like kind of looking and it's like how could this who could how could this guy do this who would do this this is crazy and uh but in reality no one even is looking at him <laughs> good well, emily and i just keep walking like we're used to this yeah we're just like mm. He's got to have his artistic uh, moments. Mm-hmm. And then he walk. Then he he sees that they're walking away, and he he runs over and he he slips because his shoes are wet. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! He has a lot of slapstick moments. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Umbreon, what were you telling me the other day about the element of water? Is this is this related to to what's in um, Matt Damien's shoes right now? Oh. <laughs> Umbreon takes a real moment to consider um, a moment of honesty or a moment of like, do we lead Melemily in a different direction because they don't actually want them or want him to be a better witch than they are. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, when you walk into fountains, you can almost control the water. It just releases from your shoes. It's almost like magic gestures dramatically at Matt now sloshing water everywhere as, as he steps about. Matt, Matt Damien, are you studying witchcraft too? Well, Emily always calls him Matt Damien because there are like five Matts in the class. What? What? And Matt runs over and you hear <laughs> you know, fun water squishy noises. Good Foley. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If 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 you really are becoming more in tune with the water element, like Umbreon says, maybe you can use that water magic power to defeat the Visigoths, and then we can get Raven back. Oh, hmm. mm, that's right. I just I am like, how I'm strong into you it. think you are, Matt? Hmm, you think you can use I'm your strong. water shoes to save Raven? I'll you know they're heavier, so I could throw them. Mm. That's true. But no, we'll no Raven. I mean, we'll do what we have to do. We'll, I'll, I'll, we'll fight. We'll claw. We'll call mall security. Whatever we need to do to get Raven back. I, think... I thought I thought you said security was bad. Yeah, but then my brother just got hired here, and he's pretty he got, and he could help. <laughs> this is adorable. I love it. Uh, so, because we are outside at the Wolf's Secret, it, it's time to describe this place. This is a lingerie store that specializes in furs and is actually Visigoth run. Um, so, there is a display that is full of these wild, primal mannequins that are just covered in the coolest kind of like hobnail and fur and leather with like metal and bone accoutrement pieces of lingerie that you've ever seen and i think all of the mannequins that like are available at this time period really aren't appropriate like each mannequin has kind of had to be built out to be a little bit more muscular uh and is very customized to fit this so we've got the that window full of these beautiful displays inside you can hear uh the like goings on of at the wolf's secret and their employee brunhilda who is a 17 year old cis woman uh, who is currently forging a new piece. 
So she's got uh, like the forge going and uh, an anvil there and is striking down <laughs> on a new breastplate for, for a new piece that they're working on. Uh, however, something odd that strikes you, or perhaps not odd, maybe just a little suspicious. There are a lot of customers here right now and they seem to be forming a loose haphazard blockade around the entrance to Athavul's secret. And odder still, perhaps, is that all of them are Visigoths. Do you guys think they had the same idea as us? You mean they want to look at the bras? Um, yeah. I think it might be something else. So they don't want to look at the bras? I mean, I want to look too, but okay. I'm also kind of curious about well, the people too. Like, not just, let's just walk. Yeah. Well, hold on. Wait, wait. What? We got to, like, what is, what's our reason for going in? Like, what if they ask why we're there? My mom sent me. I have to okay. pick something up for her. Okay, that's good for you. Uh, Do people buy bras for their moms? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll buy. I'll. Uh, yeah, yeah. We all. If we, if three of us, if three people buy bras, for, yeah, I buy. I'm buying a bra for my mom too, but it's a surprise. Okay, I guess I could buy a bra for my mom. Oh, and my, I'll get one for my aunts too, because they'll be sad if they if they get left out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and I guess I should get one for my sister. Mm-hmm. And what about should we give one for Mrs. Jackson? And oh, what about and what about your cousin Lindsay? Sure. Your cousin Lindsay would be left. No, she's second cousin. That's fine. I don't need to care about Lindsay. <laughs> but my male woman, yeah, that'd be great. Wait, wait, wait. Are we actually buying bras? Because I don't have very much money. Oh, we don't have to buy things, Malemily. Yeah, we got a barter. Malemily, by the way, has a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Everything you own is new, but it's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As they uh, are having this debate, Matt kind of takes in the whole scene and goes, wait a minute. I think there is something else going on here. This is... Why would... There's so many There's so many of them. There's so many Visigoths here. And that's... So many Visigoths took Raven. Oh my god, do you think this is their secret hideout? That they're hiding Raven in the bras? If and if not in the bras with at least with one eye. Yeah, most likely. Should I hmm I want to talk to one, but like I don't want to start a fight. Is there why, why not? You're strong and powerful. You could use magic to defeat them. My magic is the magic of the spirit. Yeah, Umbreon, connect. You remember, like, connect with them. Ooh, I could, uh, if you connect with them as, like, a fellow Visigoth. Like, I don't know any Visigoth topics. But if you, you don't need, you just have to just have the confidence of a Visigoth. I can do that. Maybe I could talk to them about, like, furs. They like furs. Mm. Can I dress us? I have costuming. Can I dress everybody up? Yes. <laughs> yes, of course you can. All right. So I feel like we go right in, but we don't go fully in. And I kind of grab whatever I can off of multiple racks. 
Okay, if you do go, if you try and go in, I will let you know that they are going to try and stop you or intercept you. Mm. Okay, so then what stores, there's stores around there are... As you can see, we've got Athelwolf's Secret over by uh, the fountain right by. We've got Brick and Mortal, a zombie home improvement store. <laughs> uh, St. Sebastian's Catholic Gifts. Uh, <laughs> that might be the one. Darcade, which is a ski ball place and like general arcade and totally random one place uh, the one place in the mall that is not defined uh, but could be defined by your group right now uh, like what I would feel like what's wouldn't there be like a Visigoth forever 21 like forever 2021 or, or 21 yeah two 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 one totally random sounds like a forever 2021 or yeah. forever forever 221 yeah 200. forever 221 so it's like fast fashions but for visigoths <laughs> for visigoths teens and tweens here's what i like i like that to people who are not visigoths the displays in forever 221 and athavolf secret look exactly the same you really can't <laughs> tell what yeah. like one and one is lingerie and one is like casual wear for tweens and you just look yes. and it's, like, it's all furs and armor and bones what's going <laughs> on so as we like debate as we're like we have to be in costume but i know we can't get into this all three of our heads turn across the fountain to see forever 221 and i think we all look at each other and go that's that's where that's it that's where that's where we're going let's do this yeah okay clothing uh montage? steven yeah i would like i would like y'all to definitely clothing montage a clothing montage while steven rolls Great. disguise okay i mean oh my god oh i thought that i thought that was like a drum roll of a of a clothing montage song starting <laughs> i'm not i'm not that good i was like wow <laughs> you see Lemily sort of like emerging behind like in like these enormous piles of fur right so there's just these like heaping piles of fur and Lemily keeps like popping up behind different colored ones of them um like remember those old dum-dums commercials that where it's like there's these enormous like cherries and enormous apple and enormous um like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the mm -hmm. kids are just like jump out from behind the different enormous fruits with their lollipops right? oh, great. it's like yeah. that but behind these like enormous piles of different colored animal fur um that Mlemily just keeps like popping up behind with like and every time she pops out behind a different one she has a different like new addition to her new visigoth disguise outfit that right rules. so like she she jumps out behind this like enormous pile of like fo what looks like fox fur and she suddenly has like a scarf made out of like fox fur and like she jumps out from behind this like enormous thing of like like sheep's wool um and she's wearing like these um like thigh high uh sheep's wool crocheted stockings <laughs> um and she just like keeps jumping out behind and like at the end 
um, you see that instead of the cat ears that she was wearing before, the um, black PVC cat ears, she's wearing like enormous, um, like like deer horns. Yes, yes. Okay, I think I found what I want to wear. <laughs> it leans towards barbarian esque, but it's just a lot. It's like. Almost chainmail along like the neckline with some spikes, um, some like spike pauldrons, um, an oversized helmet that is just all spikes, um, what might be a belt that is also a lot of spikes, and it's all like the whole theme is black and silver, um, and then just some like simple leather black boots. Um, hmm, what do I need on my legs? I'm just guessing whatever's classic and black and ripped cool uh, and then matt keeps trying stuff on over his clothes he has so it's just like the bottom part of like what a tunic would be uh, and he kind of like poses in that and then umbriana millennially keep trying to like go like no no take off and he's like no don't take my shirt off stop stop uh and then he finally ends up with just like what looks like to be like a rug with a head hole cut through Oh, and he just puts that over himself, over everything. Uh, and I rolled, I rolled a f- uh, five with my plus two costuming, which is seven. You managed to beat my five, uh, so yeah. this is going to be successful. This but is weirdly convincing. <laughs> not, not only are you going to be able to fool the Visigoths who are in front of the st- uh, Athavol secret, uh, but also uh, the staff at Forever 221 isn't going to recognize you going out. So we don't have to worry about the what I'm sure is hundreds of dollars oh, worth yeah. of clothing wow. that you are Perfect. currently disguising yourselves in. All right. Okay. So we did it. We're very, we, we're Visig. Look at us. We look so good. Yeah, this is now. amazing. I can't. All right. And we're, we're whispering as we're walking as a collect, very not nonchalantly. You go into Athavulf's secret. One of the Visigoths out front approaches your group. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Oh, you must be from Hi. a different school district or something. I don't recognize you. Yeah, we go to borough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're in the borough. Cool. Uh, just to let you know, we have a kidnapping victim inside Athavolf's secret, so if you see any Malgoths around, uh, don't oh. let them know. I oh. hate Malgoths. I hate Malgoths. Patui. We do too! Hey, everyone, come here! Uh, and then all the Visigoths <laughs> gather around. I was just talking to these cool other Visigoths like us about how we all hate... We're from the borough. They're yeah. from the borough. Yeah, yeah. So if you see a mall goth, just say that you're buying a bra for your mom. That's what we're going to say. Uh-huh. Oh! But, what about your sister who gets jealous? I, I mean, I don't see why we would need to get that deep into the fiction, but good thinking, yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's go. Uh, you know what? I would love to, I would love, I would love, I would love to go in and uh, and uh, really give that Malgoth a what, what for. Yeah, we could kick him in the face. Or. Uh, this is a nonviolent kidnapping. Yeah, I would give him what's for. Yeah, give him like a stern lecture or maybe like... I want to make fun of his music. 
and his uh his swoop his hair oh yeah that's real good peer pressuring is is that's the number one killer i've just got that lecture in dare uh <laughs> which is a thing in the 90s super effective <laughs> yeah yes yeah yeah no drugs yeah this is your brain on drugs egg <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So, uh, so let us. How do you guys go get it? Go get yourselves an orange whip, and uh, and we'll we'll uh, we'll take over the next uh, um, session. Oh, you're relieving us of guard duty. How kind. Yeah. How nice. Yes. That's how we do it in the borough. Das is very good. I'll have to visit the borough at some time. Visigoths, we ride. They all get on their horses, which are allowed in the mall. <laughs> Uh, just there, the, a huge thunderous clopping of hooves as they ride towards the food court. And hey, you have opened up Athavul's secret to yourselves. Hey heroes, it's James, your game master. Welcome to the mid-roll. I really hope you're enjoying this ludicrous game as much as I did. We're going to take you back to the show in a minute, but first I want to take some time to thank some of our backers on Patreon. These are the virtuous and heroic souls who have gone to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and signed up to give us a small amount of money each month. This helps us pay for productions like Visigoths vs. Molgoths. And it just so happens that the episode that you're listening to was edited by Tracy Barnett, a thing that was totally paid for by our Patreon backers. So, Eric Thornburr, thank you. Evangeline Friedman, thank you so much. Jeremy Bort, thank you. Lila Hunter, thank you so much. Jackson Carboni, thank you very much. Brianna Betson, thank you. Kim Diana Jones, thank you very much. Justin Gibbard, thank you. Victor Mays, Thank you very much. Anna Casals. Thank you. Julia Rutledge. Thank you very much. Jared Hughes. Thank you. Jennifer Kodelka. Thank you so much. Axkelding. Thank you. Michael Ellison. Thank you very much. Marcus Kelly. Thank you. Leverett Jacques. Thank you. Tyson B. Cram. Thank you very much. And Juliet Martin. Thank you. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you back us at the $5 level or more, this week you're getting a new piece of bonus content. While I was on the Joko cruise with my good friend Patrick Rothfuss, we sat down to talk a little bit about Skyjacks and a lot of bit about all sorts of cool storytelling things, including the Adventure Zone and Pat's own books. If you want to listen to that, be sure you're backing at the Secret Archive level, which is once again $5 or more. You can get that and more good stuff by heading to patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast and signing up to support us. Thanks again to everyone who backs us already and everyone who's going to back us in the future. We couldn't do this without you. With all that out of the way, let's get back to the show. I'm going to go in, but um, I'm not going to immediately look for Raven. I'm actually just going to, like, run over to the bras um, <laughs> and just, like, start, like, 
kind of drop my acting sort of Visigoth ruse, uh, kind of not taking stock of the fact that there's still a clerk in there. Um, I'm just kind of run up and be like, you guys, oh my God, look at these bras. Yeah, there is a giant display that says embrace your destiny written in runes uh, <laughs> and it's for training bras. Yeah. <laughs> Matt sees that and is so taken by the message because this is, he's normally the behind the scenes guy. He's usually running lights, but that acting he just did woke something in him and he's he's just like i did you guys see they bought it hook line and i was so convinced i'm like i'm like elliot gould this is unbelievable i can't believe what i can you umbrian can you i this is i can't stop smiling uh you want to smile in the store people are staring at you i just all right let's go i can't wait Let's go. <laughs> Wait, aren't we supposed to not smile? That's what Embryon said. Which is don't smile. I don't know. Maybe I'm a different type of. Maybe I'm. Maybe warlock smile because I'm. I. I feel great. I don't. I feel like one of. I feel like like a, a fish back into water. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's beautiful, Matt that Damien. Was poetic. <laughs> Thank. Oh man, I see him. Uh, wow. Well, let's go get. I, that's got to be Raven in there, right? Let's, you know. Okay, yeah. Millennially, keep. You can keep everyone. Some people shop for bras, and then save me one, and then I'll. We'll. We can go split up and look for them. Wait, yeah. what kind of bra does your mom need? Uh, whatever the big ones are. I mean, I don't know what my mom needs. Uh, these bras have. Oh my God! They have fur on the inside. <laughs> Right, and that'll help whatever goes in them. Uh, all right, so let's find... Horrible design. For the record, that is how you sweat nonstop. Please, no. First of all, Umbreon, this is lingerie. It is not made to be worn oh. along. <laughs> what part of... Like, why? why? is it attractive to have the fur on the inside and you can't see it? That's, you can, that's you can feel a, it. Yeah. It's a comfort yeah, thing. It's, it's, it's comfort that it keeps you warm because the rest of it like is cold metal touching your skin. <laughs> what? So how is there like a back room I can see or like a back door or is it or is it like is there like a changing room that would be? Yes, there is a bank of changing rooms. Okay. Uh, they're behind the forge where Brunhilde is working right now. Uh, I put some closing my arm mm -hmm. and i just go i just i have eight items eight to try brunhilde like looks over in this blacksmith's visor uh and sort of like lifts it up and you can see like her face is is, is covered in, in soot and whatnot uh brunhilde is an incredibly handsome person lady in red plays yeah yeah it got this tight jawline a couple scars brunhilde has clearly seen battle before uh and uh definitely uh sung songs of her triumph afterwards um like she takes off uh the visor uh and it says that brunhilde has a butch haircut so it is the slow motion 90s rom-com scene <laughs> of shaking out her hair, but there's also not much hair to shake out. Great. 
Uh, so changing uh, rooms are back there. Here's the key. Brunhilde oh, will dang. toss over this gigantic iron key. And like, <laughs> it's got some real heft to it. Oof. Oh my God, okay. Umbreon. Do you, think, do you think that she's worn all of these bras? <laughs> Why, Malemily? <laughs> we don't want to get caught. Uh, so I go back to the... Well, uh, hang on. Do you need room. help? Is this your first time? It's... It's not, they're not for me anyway. Uh, <laughs> Listen to the changing room. <laughs> it's saying they're not for me. Uh, <laughs> That's so I, good. Yeah, Brunilda, like, oh. I think, will, will be confused. She's not going to try and stop you. She's going to shrug right. and return to the forge. Uh, so I kind of knock, go through the doors and knock on each one. Knocking through the doors, uh, I, I think you reach the end of the row and like you find one locked door. Oh, I, I unlock it with the key I was given. Peeking inside, you can see uh, your friend, um, Mr. <laughs> Goldberg, who is tied up with bras. <laughs> Like they, they sort of used the materials that they had. Um, uh, so they're just like a lot of bras. He looks like his face is red, but it's not from embarrassment. It's because he's sweating because there's just so much fur. I run in, I throw the clothes I had in my arms to the ground and I, I rip off my tunic that I made and I go run over and I get on my knees and I, I, I kind of like uh, jostle his face and slap his face a little bit. Raven, Raven, Raven. Raven! <laughs> Raven's eyes are sparkling. Um, uh, like you, you could see that Raven was excited to see anyone go in the room, but very quickly Raven processes that it's not just anyone. It's Matt Damien. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, I think right now uh, <laughs> Raven is gagged uh, with like, a ludicrous like bone like like maybe maybe made out of an antler piece or something um uh, but like he, he's you can tell he's like mumbling uh uh for for at first for help but when he realizes it's you like his face now uh blushes and like uh sort of shifts awkwardly in this chair uh, i start untying and i go i know i know you're wearing bras i know are the knots easy? Am I doing it? Uh, well, actually, this is a good question because these <laughs> are bras. Oh, they're hooked. Law of they're, right. hooked they're hooked and clasped. It's, we get to find so I, out. I would like you to roll against the bras, actually. I want to know how okay. good your character well, would be I, at theoretically unclasping a bra. Pretty or proud unclasping like for... 45 bras. Yeah. <laughs> I get my plus two for costuming, obviously, and uh... I don't know. I think I this think... is rigging and repelling. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I mean, sure. Either way, whichever it is, like I, I think definitely has the relevant stat for it. All right, I rolled with my plus two of five. Okay, uh, I only came away with a four on this Ooh. one. Uh, so what? So he does. So he does try to. Un I do try to untie it normal, and then I realize that they're bras. So then what Matt does is he gets to the side of Raven and kind of puts his arm around and because he can only do it from that angle. And so then that's what makes 
the popping off easy. Yeah, yeah. And like it is easy. Uh, like one of the things that I think is legitimately kind of smooth and suave in this moment is once you realize where the clasps are, you kind of just like snap them unclasp like very gracefully and easily without struggling with it at all. I've practiced. You don't, yeah, <laughs> you don't notice this, uh, but Raven is like sweating a little bit from, just from this display. But eventually like, like the gag falls away uh, and he, he starts to say something but like kind of mumbles in words that can't, it, it's not words. <laughs> I totally agree. So let's get, let's go. We got to get out of here. I don't want you to become, you got to stick with, you got to be with us. You can't be with them. Come on. How, how do you uh, get them to come with you? Uh, I, I take some of those clothes that I had. Mm -hmm. I costume them up, throw my little tunic thing back on. And I go, it's really important for you to know. Two things. One, we're shopping for our moms. And two, we're from the borough. And we're good. <laughs> he, he just nods slowly, kind of like eyes sparkling, lost in your gaze. Uh, do you need, what is up with, do you need like an orange Julius? What's going on? We'll get you something. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he'll follow you out. Folks, I think that is a good place to end that scene. I would like to turn to my Visigoths. Visigoths, was there any note passing? Yes. Yeah. You want us to read them? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Regale uh, me. So the first note was for me, and it said, BTW, my latest pizza delivery has allowed me to scout the territory known as Santa Monica. This area is ripe with wealthy landowners in poorly protected houses. <laughs> Ooh, we need to get out pillage this weekend. I have been itching for a good house fire. Yeah, house fires are pretty lit, LMAO. Haha, <laughs> for sure. But I can't this weekend because my foster parents are giving me some lame curfew. Boo, you should behead them like dumb Romans. <laughs> <laughs> my foster parents are so cool. They let me have the whole basement. Dang, I love the basement. Man, my foster parents are total schwailings. Why do you bring up the Romans so much? Do you love them or something, LOL? No. Do you love Malemily? I will punch you so hard for this. I will do it. <laughs> uh, then there's a pause. There's a long pause because uh, Goda did not know how to answer this question. And then, wait, what was that beautiful crescendo of hoof prints? Um, this is about the time that uh, all the Visigoths got on their horses and rode mm -hmm. out of the mall. Mm -hmm. uh, so I said, I think I was out on a delivery. Did they all go marauding again? <laughs> Fuck, we missed it. We need to catch up. <laughs> Key smashes. <laughs> uh, God damn. Goda, 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 Goda. Pick me up. My foster parents sent my horse to be washed. <laughs> be there in five. That's it. Excellent. Uh, with everyone's permission, uh, because... I did roll randomly for which store Raven would be put in, and you did just happen to choose the exact correct store. I feel like Great. the plot has advanced quite quickly, and I would like to advance us to late afternoon instead yes. of early afternoon. Sure. Um, with that, uh, I want to know where are the next locations that you plan to go? Well, for Malgoths, I think we gotta go to some place to get Raven some food. 
Yeah, that's true. A feta worse than death? Yeah, we could go to a feta worse than death. Or we could go to Lemon Theodosius, because you did mention Orange Julius, and that's mm-hmm. the Visigoth oh. version. Then. <laughs> I, I have to say, I'm very impressed with the industriousness of the Visigoths, as within a year of time traveling here, they've taken over like half the businesses in this world. Oh, yeah. That's, they're, they're doing great. I guess there's some pillaging involved there, as we've yeah. established. Yeah. <laughs> but they come up with their own IP. It's great. It's really... It does say in the in the Mall Rats Guide to the Mall that the Lemon Theodosius replaced the Orange Julius because the Orange Julius was too Roman. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We got to go there and we just don't know that it's changed yet. That's great. Yeah, let's go looking for the Orange Julius and see that it's been it's been taken over. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's very yeah. good. Um, what about our Visigoths? Do you want to already be in the Lemon Theodosius already drinking? Yeah, I think it's smart uh, to have a shared scene. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, that, that, that is, I think, wise, especially at this juncture. Um, so we are going to start on the Visigoths who are at the Lemon Theodosius. So two uh, uh, drinking horns full of Lemon Theodosius are put down on a tray in front of Goda and Gelvira. Um, they are uh, pushed uh, across the counter by Vulfi, uh, the Visigothic uh, employee at Lemon Theodosius. Yeah, thanks, Vulfi. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, I take off welcome. one of my rings and I like roll it across the counter as payment. Um, Vulfi, uh, like, smashes the cash register with a war hammer, and it pops <laughs> open, and uh, she tosses the ring inside. Would you be want, uh, do you want change, or would you like to donate uh, your uh, change to the pillaging horde? <laughs> Donations are for shvalings. Uh Headbutt me for the change, if you think you can. <laughs> So aggressive, so aggressive. And like she'll uh, slide across the counter some like gold teeth and like other assorted um, like treasures and passes them to you. Uh, I close my eyes and I weigh them in my hand and then I put them in my pocket. (laughs) Elvira pops one of the bones off of her dress and leaves that on the counter. I think, I think, uh, Volfi uh, blushes a little bit as uh, she takes the bone and uh, places it into the register as well. Splendid. God, I'm so glad this place is no longer an Orange Julius. Yeah, it was so Roman. That was so terrible. Yeah. You keep bringing up Romans. You keep bringing up Romans. <laughs> All I said was, I'm glad this place is not an Orange Julius. That was bringing up Romans. You just see Romans everywhere. Well, you either I, love them or you're like scared of them or something. I am not scared <laughs> and I don't love anything. <laughs> okay, jeez. God, like don't have a cow. Mm. And other 90s phrases. <laughs> I, I, will, I, I will have a horn instead. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Clink. I, I'm so frustrated that all these people are going pillaging without us. Yeah. 
And I walked all around the second floor of the mall, and I can't find those stupid mall rats anywhere. Yeah. They wouldn't <laughs> be stupid enough to go to the first floor. I oh think that's... God, it, the first re- floor. <laughs> I love that, yeah. <laughs> well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. One Shot will be back next week with more Visigoths versus Mallgoths. In the meantime, be sure to enjoy another great One Shot show. Like Asians Represent. Asians Represent celebrates Asian creators and diversity in the gaming community. Join hosts Agatha Chang and Daniel Kwan as they discuss gaming, genre, and representation with their guests and occasionally argue with each other about the sound of Agatha's beloved Airhorn app. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I want to remind everyone to register to vote. And while you're registering, make sure you register to vote by mail or absentee if you have the option. Most states allow you to register online as well. Come November, I want all of my one-shot heroes making their voices heard. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.